my wonderful friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely terrific day today, and I got a lot of feedback. A lot of people are excited about the Ultimate Multiple Powder being on sale as product of the week for over 15% off, so be sure to take advantage of that sale while it's on right now for a very short period of time. Again, one of the staple products that I get probably some of the most the biggest feedback from is that and the magnesium brain food. And you can actually combine the two together, which I've done multiple times, which will really brighten you up as far as if you're working on stuff. And if you really want to stack the ultimate multiple, the magnesium brain food, and throw in some attention factor. And if you got to get stuff done and you got to stay focused on a project, I'll tell you right now, that will keep you running for hours very cleanly and naturally, though. You're not going to get a massive you know, high from excess caffeine like you're taking caffeine pills or get a big crash when you come down off of it you just feel pretty much good continually so be sure to check that out with the ultimate multiple powder on sale right now as product of the week and be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week as well and in the realm of food what we're seeing now and i constantly try to bring these stories to you guys as soon as i find them because everybody needs to be aware of how manipulated and twisted the food supply is becoming this is another reason why i've continually encourage people to be involved with local farmer markets or local co-ops or local companies that you know are bringing in quality food from farmers that are actually still making and raising you know crops and raising animals that are clean and real i shouldn't have to say real but that's you have to say that now real animals not cultural meat you know tumors that they're brewing in a lab and packaging it as chicken or beef which they're already starting to roll out now one of the latest GMO frankenfoods is what is the name of it. The actual package name of it is piggy soy, a soybean that's genetically engineered to contain pig protein. One or more undisclosed pig genes are spliced in a conventional soybean to create a soybean with 26.6% animal protein. Interesting number they picked there. Mulek. The UK-based company that developed piggy soy is also working on developing a, a pea plant protein that produces beef protein. The company claims these transgenic hybrids will provide similar taste, texture, and nutritional value as meat. That's a complete lie. But without the cost of cultured or lab-grown meat alternatives, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, June 21, 2023, authorized the sale of of cell-cultivated chicken from good meat and upside foods. I talked about this earlier a couple weeks ago with the lab-grown meat. Both are planning to roll out synthetic chicken to high-end restaurants in the U.S. First, they will scale up production. Now, what's going to start happening with these companies from what I've been reading? They're going to try to pick up contracts with major retailers. That's going to be their big cash cow in a couple of years. What they're going to do is they're going to start coming in and they're going to start basically having lost leaders with this. They're going to go in to say a company like Costco and they're going to find out what Costco is selling their chicken breasts for per pound. Say it's $3 a pound. I don't know. I've been to Costco. I don't, I've been there, but say that's what they're doing is big retailer, big wholesale, you know, big retailers as far as in mass production. They're going to go in and say, listen, we're bringing you this lab grown chicken that you can come in and sell it. 289 a pound and it's going to be the latest and greatest new hippest thing to eat with lab-grown chicken now this cultured meat is actually very expensive to manufacture right now at the beginning phases because the manufacturing facilities that they have so much sunk cost into right now so it's going to take a while to recapture this but it doesn't matter 
here's what they want to do. They want to get these products out on the market to capture the market, the, basically the market. Once they come in and they start getting market capitalization on it and people start realizing, hey, I can get this chicken over here for 10, 20, 30 cents out there, a pound cheaper, they're going to start buying it. Even if they're losing money on this, it doesn't matter because they'll make it up on the back end. Because remember, these companies, most of them are all, I can guarantee you, they got ties in with BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, all of them, including good beaten upside foods. So they're going to be basically running cash. Whether or not they're losing or not doesn't matter. They want to bring this product out to the market and normalize it and build market shares. This is why they're pushing it. This is why they're rolling it out. The problem with this is when now you start coming in and talking about gene therapy and CRISPR gene editing to GMO soybeans and adding pig genes to it or beef genes to it, researchers have discovered long ago, and I've talked about this in detail, the CRISPR-9 gene editing wreaks havoc on genomes. It's very, very disturbing what it does. And when they, they've already shown when they do this to plant genomes, it causes hundreds of unintended genetic changes that occur simultaneously that ripples across large parts of the genome. So not only the changes that are possible, not, not possible to predict in the plants, they're assuming that this stuff is going to be safe without extensive long-term testing in human beings, which, by the way, they know it's not going to be safe. You know, spoiler alert, they already know this stuff's not going to be safe. The only reason they're rolling this stuff out now is to push the climate change agenda and say, listen, now we're going to have to start taxing chicken farms, just absorbent taxes now. We're going to have to start putting more restrictions, more restrictions on them. Oh, there's another fire to another one, another fire to another one. Okay, well, guess what, guys? We've got all this lab-grown chicken you need to eat now. It's cheap and effective. This is exactly what they're doing in the automotive industry that I went into detail with yesterday. They're shorting the natural market of gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles that everybody still demands, like natural chicken, while at the same time they're bringing in this artificial garbage like EV vehicles that are sitting on the market that nobody wants. While nobody can get them, they're switching over to the EV cars because you can't get electric and diesel-powered engines anymore. This is a continual war on the supply of what the population generally wants, and it's an agenda to continue growing this idea that, hey, if you eat soy burgers that have pig genome in them and you eat basically lab-grown chicken, you're doing your part to help climate change. Do you think it's coincidental we're watching all these bizarre weather trends, these massive floods up north right now, these massive floods out in Texas again? We're seeing these huge storms on a regular basis. They're now saying the Gulf of Mexico is the hottest it's ever been, and the other day it was the hottest it's ever been on Earth in all recorded history. Guys, all this stuff is, again, manipulated theater. Weather warfare, there are hundreds, and you can look them up yourselves, hundreds of documented patents. Patents that have been approved for decades ago that are directly linked to weather warfare and weather modification. This stuff isn't new technology whatsoever. It started in Vietnam. The only way to keep this going is basically, basically problem, action, solution. They're causing the problem with a lot of this weather warfare. Whether people want to call it conspiracy theory or not, it's not a theory anymore. It's a conspiracy fact if you want to call it that because this stuff is documented patented on how they use it and what they use it for then they come in they have the problem here's the action we need to go in because we have such horrible climate change everybody needs to turn their acs up to 80 you need to drive electric cars that you're not going to be able to go anywhere in and you need to eat pig-based gene soy burgers and hey if you do all that we might be able to save the planet but again as we saw with covid and never forget this my friends and this is what i'm alluding to this entire statement always remember 
whenever they start this problem action solution in order to push you in the direction that they want, they will always, always move the goalpost every single time you think you're getting close. This is the art of psychological warfare. They gave you the carrot. This, this is the most basic analogy with the carrot and the donkey. This is why Fauci continually did this. This is why the DOD continually did this. This is why the mainstream media continually did this during COVID. They kept telling us, okay, we got to slow the spread. Mass mandates for one more month. Guys, you can do it. Okay, we, we got faith in you. You guys are doing so well. You're doing so good. We're slowing the curve. I'm so proud of you guys. Fauci would get on there and placate the entire country. Then all of a sudden it would be like a week out before they dropped the mass mandate that some people were actually following. Listen, guys. You, you failed me. You failed me. I'm disappointed. You know, the curve isn't slowed now. It's gone back up. I, unfortunately, we've got to do mask mandates for another two months now, and we've got to look at doing lockdowns again. I'm sorry. This is just, this is just what, what you've done to yourselves. It, it's your fault this is happening, guys. This is how you continually manipulate people's minds with this problem, action, solution with a never-ending goalpost. This is what they're going to do with climate change, guys. You have to understand that. This is why you don't comply. You don't buy. You don't consent. You do not engage any of these companies that are continually doing this. Continue to support local companies. And if they're online or they're across the country, know who you're buying stuff from and support the ones that you know are getting the truth out there on a regular basis and continually trying to provide you with a really high quality product. Like at Health Masters, we do the best we can, and everybody knows when they try our products, they work. That's why we have a 90-day money-back guarantee. Try that with half the other companies that you look at or try to actually get somebody on the phone to ask them about products or ask them why in the world they're putting sucralose in all their powdered formulas which I still am boggling my mind when I get, I get people all the time, they email me stuff. They go, hey, I've been taking this one product. Can you look at the nutritional facts? And I'm like, I really don't do that anymore. So it's a waste of time, but sure, why not? And I'll look at it and I'm like, dude, first off, they're using cyanide cabalum and they're not even B12. They got sucralose in it, which is a chlorocarbon. Why in the world are you even sending this to me? Like, you already know this stuff is bad. This is why Ted and I on a regular basis try to document this information and bring it to you to educate you so you can continually educate other people because an educated population is an aware population, and an aware population is an active population. And when you have an active, aware population, they can make change, and they can make big changes because they know what's actually going on. You have to be educated real educated on what's currently happening and that's why you do your research and get your news from people you trust and again thank you for supporting the ted and austin Brower show along with health masters because this is the reason why we do this on a daily basis dad what do you think a great opening austin uh, that, that's that's exactly why we do it on a regular basis i mean i was <laughs> i was in a retirement mode when we started the talk show you know seven eight years ago two thousand over two thousand episodes ago and, uh, and I just now, you know, I thank God Almighty that I have the ability to do this with such a large audience now to get the word out every single day. And I had the opportunity to pray for you guys again this morning. And we just try to just, you know, we're, I guess we're a couple of yahoos with a transmitter down here. <laughs> you know, Austin, a couple of really well-educated rednecks, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what we are. But, uh, you know, I, I, I laugh at it because, you know, you know, you guys just getting bigger and bigger and bigger as far as the audience. And all we're trying to do is, you know, basically tell the truth and. So many people don't do that anymore. And uh, yesterday, I was I was talking to a gentleman who works at a car dealership, and and basically he ended up, you know, you know his 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 wife basically took their daughter to get a vaccine against his wishes, and when he was at work, and then now the daughter, basically a teenager, she's having massive period problems, had to be hospitalized for blood loss from the vaccine, 
And he's so upset. He's got five more friends that he knows that all have turbo cancers that all took the vaccine. And it's just never ending. And then I spoke to another guy at another dealership yesterday, my car dealership day yesterday, I guess. And uh, he's been sick as a dog, another lung infection. And I tried to help him and help him. And I just I told him, I said, are you taking your vitamin C like you're supposed to? Because that's like super important for the lungs. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm taking it. And I said, no, you're not. I said, you know, I, I gave you a bottle of vitamin C, you know, like two months ago when you were unbelievably sick with a with a tooth abscess. And I said, and I told you, basically, you've got to keep taking this. He's a big boy, big man. And I said, you need, and I personally, I take 6,000 milligrams of C a day. I have vitamin C with antioxidants, with courses. I love that product. It's the best product on the market as far as I'm concerned. And I just tell him, you know, you've got, and I said, now here's what I said to him yesterday. I got a bunch of stories I want to cover too. I said, I have these products manufactured for health masters. If I could make a better product, I would because I give this to me and my family. <laughs> and he looked kind of funny. I said, I said, we've got to get the understanding here. If I could make a better product, I would because I personally take this stuff. And, he, and I said, you know, and, I, and that's what Austin's talking about with these doggone protein powders with all the sucralose in them and all the junk. Well, years ago, we went to a bodybuilding competition, Austin and I did. I think it was in Orlando or Tampa. I can't remember anymore. And we looked at they had a bunch of displays and a bunch of bunch of people and vendors that were there selling supplements and products and protein powders. And we literally went through every single booth. And there was probably 100 booths trying to find a protein powder and or a protein bar that wasn't sweetened with aspartame or sucralose. There were none to be found. They were all poisonous. So here's a group of people that are doing fitness competitions, that are working out, that are trying to be healthy, trying to eat clean, and basically ingesting protein powders that are calcifying their kidneys and destroying their gut. I mean, it's just unreal. And I got so frustrated. And, you know, that's why on our protein, our, our, our fit food protein, people say, well, it's a little too pricey. Well, what are you getting? We bring this stuff in from New Zealand. It's 100% New Zealand way. There's no chemicals down there being used. I mean, it's, it's amazing how clean that country is. And so we do the best we can to bring you the highest quality products. So, well, it costs me an extra dollar per shake. All right. Okay. That's, that's okay. I'm good. So, so you're going to spend an extra $30 a month to have a shake that's going to actually be healthy for you if you drink a shake a day. And you don't want to do that. Okay, I got it. Then you're going to use sucralose instead. Uh, okay, well, you know, who's going to help you with a kidney transplant? What's that going to cost? <laughs> just, I'm not, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I hate to be facetious like that, but I mean, it's just, it's just, it's, 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 I have had so many people say to me, it's expensive to eat healthy. And I'm like, okay, all right, compared to what? Compared to heart disease, diabetes, and cancer? There's always a silence there. Or, you know, I can't spend the money on this, but they're wearing a pair of $200 to diners. It's designer tennis shoes, and they, they, and they eat out every day. And I'm like, okay, uh, all right, we, we've got priorities. So the question is not a question of what they can and can't do. It's a question of what they think is important. Because people spend money on what they think is important and what they want. I've learned that a long time ago. And they'll get whatever they want most of the time if they can afford it. And if the, most of the time, if they can't afford it, they'll save the money up to get it. But they just sometimes don't think about the fact that their cable TV <laughs> this one lady. I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fireside chat mood today. I'm just one lady filed three bankruptcies. Boom, boom. Every time she got a chance, another bankruptcy, another bankruptcy, another bankruptcy, another bankruptcy. And finally, she came to me and she goes, well, can, can you help me a little bit with my finances? And I said, uh, let me look at your numbers. She was spending $600 a month on not just cable TV with all of the channels, but on satellite TV with all of the channels. And the TV stayed on in her house 24-7. And I, and I said to her, I said, well, you know, you're spending $7,000 a year on TV. 
I said, maybe you'd be better off just to get a basic program, maybe forty, fifty dollars a month. <laughs> you want to do that instead of six or seven hundred. I said, just maybe you want to cut back on that. And then I had another guy who basically ended up going bankrupt and his wife ended up going bankrupt. And uh, we went out to dinner with him a few times as many years ago. And they were literally spending three to four thousand dollars a month on eating out. And they were always broken. They were using, quote unquote, other people's money. You know how that goes. And, and then basically they were somebody else was paying for all their meals and they ended up having to flee the country <laughs> because of a talk on lawsuits. And, and so on and on and on it goes as, as, the, as the revolving door churns and churns and churns and you watch that people just make the same choices over and over and over again, expecting different results. And, and it's sad to me. And I, I, one more thing I want to talk about. Austin was talking about the art of psychological warfare. That's exactly what Fauci did. That's exactly what, that's exactly what Trump did. Uh, you know, they're, they're being told by their handlers on what to do. You know, operation warp speed. I, I saved millions of lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's just, that's nice. And then we got pig soy protein. That's disgusting. That's Austin talked about and culturing lab-grown meats from tumors. And that's that's really something I really don't want to eat. And then we talk about you know what we're doing as far as changing the human genome with the mRNA shots. And what's funny about that? I remember years ago there was in the, it was either a new Outer Limits or I believe it was a new one that came out. But of course it's been 20 years ago. It's not new anymore. It was like a remake of the 60s series. And I remember this guy had been basically brought back to the planet or rebuilt from the planet or whatever. And he comes to a big tombstone with human be- with a picture of human beings with wings, and the entire planet is decimated, and everybody is dead, because they had basically done so much with the human genome that they had destroyed the very species on the planet that were humans. They were it was done. They were over. They were gone, and they were trying to repopulate the planet. And all of these things, you stop and you look at it, and you go, Would they really do that? Would they really destroy the entire population? The answer is they're not going to destroy the population because they feed off of us. That's number one. But number two is this. They want to cull the population. And number three, they're trying to make us into something else. Maybe when they make us into something else, it's easier for them to get an energy transference from us in order to feed themselves. Maybe they're kind of like trying to develop a hybrid human that are easier, more tasty. I don't know. These guys are a bunch of sickos. And you think, well, you know, it can't be that messed up. Well, it's not that messed up. Well, Disney, the nemesis here, is now producing a cartoon-style show that's featuring a Illuminati-style robed elites drinking blood, uh, sacrificing people, it appears, and basically worshiping an all-seeing eye. Uh, yeah, the new Disney-produced cartoon series is based around a cult of robed elites drinking blood and carrying out rituals, including human sacrifice and worshiping an all-seeing eye. And uh, wow, while some have suggested it's more of the same weird indoctrination programming we've come to expect from Disney, the series aimed at adults is produced by Mike Judge, the creator of Idiocracy, King of the Hill, and Beavis and Butthead, who is known for his anti-establishment contrarian look at the world we live in. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, (laughs) I mean, the girl wakes up who inherits a human sacrificing blood drinking cult whose logo is the all-seeing eye. Uh, maybe Mike Judge knew that weirdos at Disney would go for some Illuminati stuff, type stuff. I don't know. But all I can say is this. Uh, this just gives you the perfect opportunity, again, not to go to Disney theme parks and spend money, <laughs> okay? not to stay in Disney hotels. And by the way, they're actually thinking about spitting off part of their TV programs now. They, remember, there's, there's probably like 100 com- companies that are underneath the Disney ABC umbrella. The, the crazy part about it is is that they're not doing real well now because they decided to groom young children and fight you know, Governor DeSantis and has got too much press. 
And they even fired the CEO of Disney because of that, brought you know Iger back. And the crazy part about all this is it's not helping them as far as the cash hemorrhage. Now, a lot of people from other countries who are unaware of their nonsense are still going to the theme parks. But as far as the people that are here that are knowing what's happening, you know, the, the conservatives, the Christians, don't do that. Don't go over there and spend money. Don't do that. Don't don't go to Disney. Don't go to Disney movies. And of course, Indiana Jones is basically the movie completely collapsed. This last one has, you know, it's ridiculous how bad the, how the sales are because it went woke and it went broke, just like all the other garbage. They already ruined Star Wars and everything else with Disney. And it's just it's part of their package and what they do. Now, one thing I want to talk. I've got this. Um, I got this article from two different people. I got it from Riley and from Brad. And, of course, Riley and Brad are friends, and they sent it to me. And it's dealing with the children today and the teenagers. Let me give you some interesting statistics here, which I really don't like, and I don't like to talk about this stuff, but I'm going to. While all teens reported increasing mental health challenges right now, experiences of violence and suicidal thoughts and behaviors fared worse than boys across nearly all measures. Youth mental health has continued to worsen with stark increases in widespread reports of harmful experiences among teen girls. Nearly one in three, 30% of the girls now, one in three, have seriously considered attempting suicide, up nearly 60% of them a decade ago. One in five, 18%, experienced sexual violence in the past year, up 20% since 2017 when the CDC started monitoring this measure. And more than one in 10, 14%, have been forced to have sex, up to 27% since 2019, and first increase in the CDC began monitoring this measure. Now, they're saying a few things here, and I'm going to just – this is from Psychology Today. This is Mainstream Magazine. So I'm going to kind of go in there and rebuke a little bit of what it's saying. It says COVID-19 may be one culprit. Now, that's true. It may be. Uh, According to the CDC, in 2021, more than a third, 37% of high school students reported reported they experienced poor mental health during the COVID population pandemic, and 44% they they persistently felt sad or hopeless during the past year. More than half, 55%, reported that they experienced emotional abuse by a parent or another adult in the home. That I don't believe. 11% experienced physical abuse. More than a quarter, 29%, reported a parent or other adult in their home had lost a job. Climate change may also be a factor. Here we go. Research shows that young people are highly anxious about climate change. Now, all of this stuff is being promoted in the media to promote basically discord and depression among the people. Now, we have climate change right now we do have that you know that's just just really we have to understand that but we have to also understand that the climate change is being done by us with the geoengineering and i've I've done entire shows on chemtrails i've done entire shows on over the horizon radar i've done entire shows on what they're doing as far as increasing the metallic ion content to increase the effectiveness of the 5g 6g as far as being transferred through the ether i've done all that so we've done – you can go, go back to the archives. You can read through all that. But the reality is, is this. The heating of the planet, which is actually really happening, and it's not extensive like they say it is, but it's being done because of what we're doing to it. But that's not to mention the environmental catastrophe that the aluminum has done. I had a friend of mine come up the other day, and we were walking around and driving around, and, and, and then she asked me. She said, how in the world have all these orange groves died? Because there used to be this beautiful, you know, we call you call them, we call them orange groves. You guys, if you're north, you call them an orchard. You said these beautiful green trees. They were 15, 20, 30 feet tall, and they were covered in these, and basically these beautiful oranges. They're all pretty much dead. Just, I mean, just, I mean, all pretty much dead. Maybe, not, maybe two or three percent are left. 
you know, we had a huge fertilizing company. Uh, Growers Fertilize used to you know, help fertilize the groves here locally. Uh, completely closed and shut down now. A lot of the processing plants are in trouble because they can't get product. And on and on and on. They're bringing a lot of this stuff now out of Brazil to be processed here because we have so many processing plants in central Florida. All of this stuff is happening around us, which is causing a continued decline in mental health with both adults and with children. Now, let's talk about the real reasons, the main reasons that this is happening. They've come in now and they've told these young girls that, you know, it's okay to be a tranny. They told the young boys it's okay to be a, you know, a tranny. Uh, they've, come in, they've come in here now with this massive, how should I say, art of psychological warfare with these young children, and they've promoted deviant behavior and deviant lifestyles to these kids. Now, human beings know there is a God. It's written on their heart. Everybody knows God is real. Everybody knows that we didn't just show up from a doggone chicken one day. They got that. Now, some people are brainwashing to believe that we showed up from a chicken one day and a chicken turned into a human or a monkey turned into a human or whatever turned into a human. It's the divergent convergent evolution. It's just stupid. It's all stupid. But you start to understand that when you start telling everybody they're from a monkey or whatever, or they crawled out of the slime, whatever, it doesn't put a whole lot of worth on human beings as far as you know who we are created in the image of the Most High God, and you destroy the self-esteem of this child. And then you basically tell the child that life doesn't mean anything. You can kill a child, you know, in the womb. You can do post, you know, you can do, you know, post-birth abortion, and you can do all kinds of crazy stuff. You can do partial birth abortion. You can do all this crazy stuff. It doesn't make any difference. Human beings are worthless. And when you do this, and when their parents start telling them this stuff, then what ends up happening, you cause a massive psychological trauma to that child internally. Now, all of a sudden, human beings aren't worth anything. Now, all of a sudden, human beings are not created in the image of God any longer. Now, now human beings are just another animal, and we die, we die, we're gone, we're gone. And they're being continually pushed and pushed and pushed into believing the lies and the narratives of the Frankfurt School and cultural Marxism that there is no God. I can't tell you how many people that I've met that have come from the Eastern Soviet bloc countries that don't have any belief in God whatsoever because it's a godless, atheistic country. And now all of a sudden they're trying to have a renaissance over there with Putin as far as the Russian Orthodox Church and the Greek Orthodox Church trying to put it all back together again. And then we have to look at what happened with smartphones. Social media plays a huge role in this as far as the depression of these young people. And this is why the people who built the smartphones said their kids would never use them. This is why our kids don't get smartphones or iPads until they're like 15 years old when they start college. Smartphones were introduced – yes, I try to have my kids start college at 15. Just thought I'd mention that again. Smartphones – I'm going to stop for one second because you guys are all asking questions now. Why does he do that? It's called dual enrollment. Dual enrollment basically allows that kid, while they're still developing you know, and going through their high school nonsense and all their stupid peer pressure in high school, to step into a college-type atmosphere, which allows them to take college classes so they don't waste a bunch of time in high school. That's what it does. And so it accelerates it. It keeps them focused more. In addition to that, it allows them to get through the first bachelor's degree or the associate's degree, the AA degree, while they're still in high school. Uh, Harrison was able to do that. Austin was able to get through his AA degree while he was still in high school. In fact, Austin graduated from college at 19 with his bachelor's degree. Harrison graduated at 18 with his bachelor's degree. And it makes it gives everybody a head start as far as going into the master's program or getting on with life and figuring out what to do. Sitting around high school and basically playing stupid games with stupid people doesn't make a whole lot of sense to most people, I mean, especially nowadays with all the smartphones and all the peer pressure from all of that. But social media is playing a role as far as causing these people to basically become very suicidal. The rise in depressive syndromes creates with smartphone adoption during the period, observed psychologist Gene Twinge. Girls more so than boys have been found to be vulnerable to the negative effects of social media, particularly as it pertains to incidents of depression. Social media has two characteristics that predispose people to experience stress. They are addictive by design. 
We know that's true. And they remove the user from the live company of other people. And the social media are quite often from earlier forms of entertainment as TV and movies. They were non-communal and non-addictive. Now, what they're saying here is that the person is alone. And that person basically is not having the ability to interact with other people. And they become extremely lonely. And they think that they've got all these people on social media who are their friends, and they don't. And then one person will say one thing, one thing will escalate, and somebody starts slamming them on social media. And if they send naked pictures of themselves, which don't ever do silly stuff like that, if you're a kid or you're an adult, I mean, don't be doing stuff like that at all because that stuff never goes away. What ends up happening is they get released and get sent out to everybody. And suddenly now you're being basically castigated and your friends are laughing at you and they're talking about you in school. And you're going to become monumentally depressed. It happened here in Central Florida, here in Lakeland, and the young girl committed suicide a few years ago. It's basically cyberbullying is what you would call that. So be very, very careful with that. And you know, and you know, and you got to realize that the climate change is a big deal with people. The emotional fragility argument, however, is supported by several lines of evidence. For one, a sense of hopelessness of the kind reported by the CDC has been linked in literature to low levels of resilience. Moreover, the current moment is marked by what anthropologists, they like to say we're from monkeys, call cultural anomie, the disorientation that follows periods of large social abrupt social changes. Now. This is important that we understand this, that these people basically have low mental resilience because they've never been told that they need to do something better. You know, when they were in chess club or they were in school, everybody got a trophy. Nobody had to compete. And suddenly they get out into the real world. They start realizing they're coming into the real world and people who want to hire them don't see any functional ability of that person to basically work. I told you that happened at a hotel up in Macon, Georgia. I was basically, you know, put in a room that had mold in it and it was a mess and so i told him i told him, i talked to hotel manager the next day and he goes why are you having microaggressions towards me and i said to him i said young man i said let me put it to you this way this is me being nice <laughs> there's no microaggression here at all i said you put me in a room full of mold i got an unbelievable headache all night i had to move from the room i said this is not okay And so it ended up being a mess with him because he couldn't deal with the fact that someone was calling him up and basically saying, I'm not happy with what happened at the hotel. Now, this is, again, probably another, you know, just, you know, flunky that got out of college and had been given Play-Doh and puppies to pet while he was in school and was told that he couldn't have a, you know, accomplished with anybody. He needed to stay in a safe space. And now he's in the real world. But when people like that end up going into the real world and get put into positions of authority, like a manager of a hotel, it creates a problem. You know, and a couple months later, I went back to, I had to go back through, uh, make it. And I, I stayed at a different hotel. I'd never stayed at the, at the crazy guy's hotel again. And I talked to the uh, head guy at the front desk and I asked him, I said, what's wrong with that guy <laughs> from the other hotel? He goes, oh, he goes, we don't know. He was here and they transferred him to the other hotel. And we were so happy he left. He goes, the guy's a loon. He's nuts. And I'm like, okay, well, that kind of settles all that. But the point is this. All these people now are being affected by the cultural change, the cultural biases, the transgenderism, social media. Let's not forget the pornography and all the rest of it's out there that's basically causing them to develop really low self-esteems or very fragile self-esteems or very confused abilities to interact with other people. And they're lonely and they're sad and they're depressed and they're despondent. Be careful with that. If you've got a loved one, I have a friend of mine who's a pastor, and he ended up committing suicide a few years ago. If they show certain signs of weird behavior, if they show certain signs of suicidal thoughts, 
you know, like my buddy, the pastor, you know, did, you got to really cleave to them and help them and do your best. Now, mind you, there are some people out there that matter what you do, they're going to basically do things they shouldn't ought to do. There was one guy that, you know, I heard about and I didn't know this guy. He was a friend of a friend's and they put him in the hospital. They Baker acted him because he was suicidal and he was in there for like a week. And finally he said, I'm doing great. And he got out of the hospital. And the first thing he did, he get to, went to the parking garage and he dove off a seven story parking garage and killed himself since he left the hospital. People do stuff like that. And it's been, that's been going on since the beginning of time. And sometimes people just get, you know, they get they get chemical imbalances in their brain. They end up having a, you know, blunt force trauma. That's why you see so many of these NFL players. They have basically these head injuries, and that's why they have all these rules against spearing now and, you know, head-to-helmet helmet contact, both in college and in high school and in, in, in the NFL. Because when you have these traumatic brain injuries, it can lead down the road 10, 15, 20 years later to bipolar disorder, which up to 40 percent of the people with bipolar disorder attempt or attempted or do commit suicide. All of this stuff happens to people all of the time. So you've got to be so careful with people that are very fragile like that. And you've got to listen to them very, very carefully. And you've got to do your best to, to minister to them and to pray for them and to be with them and to keep them from getting lonely and depressed. Now, I understand that in some cases that person has been isolated. Anyhow, they're already divorced. It's difficult to do that from a family structure because you're living in another city or another country or another state. I got all that. But just think through the mental health of other people and how you affect other people and try to support one another best you can. Pray for one another. Love each other. Call your friends up. I've got another friend of mine. He's been having some problems with depression, and I try to call him on a regular basis, on a regular basis, on a regular basis. And then his dog basically had to be put down. I told him I will go with you to put the dog down. I will sit there and I will pray with you. Now, I don't want to go put the dog down. I don't like doing stuff like that. Nobody does. But I told him that I would do that with him as support to be with him, to make sure that he knew that somebody cared about him and was willing to do that with him. Do all of this stuff with your friends and help them to the best of your ability. It's very, very, very important. And call them up on a regular basis and text them and tell them, I prayed for you. I was thinking about you and I love you. Build them up and encourage them because guys right now, the world is doing everything it possibly can to destroy God's creation. They want to change our genome. They want to change everything about us. They want to cull the population. They want us down to 500 million like the now defunct and gone Georgia Guidestone said. They want to basically destroy the planet because God created this planet for us to be in. They want to destroy the realm that he created here. It's so important, guys, that we don't let that happen, that we stay our ground, that we stand our ground like the book of Ephesians says, and we do what's right in God's eyes all the days of our life. We have to do that because if we don't, these guys are going to take this thing down. Remember, this is the fallen angels. You want to call them, you know, you know, reptilian, you know, you know, aliens or, you know, aliens or angels or demons. I don't pick a name. I don't care. The Bible talks about them. They're, they're doing everything they can because they hate God so much to do what they're doing. So do your best to love God, obey his commandments and do what pleases him is what the word says all of the days of your life. Now, when we fall short of that, which we all do, we all fall short of the glory of God. We all we all say things and do things we should not do. Then remember, grace is sufficient for you, and that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you every single day of your life. You remember that, and you lean on God. You lean on the Holy Spirit. You lean on Jesus, like that song says, leaning on Jesus. I know when Sharon passed away a year ago, man, I was leaning on Jesus. So it was awesome. We all did because we realized that we can do all things through Christ who basically strengthens us and that this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it all the days of our life because God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he will always love you because you're his children. What do you think, Austin? What's your next story? 
I think you're spot on with that. And I think this is why they're continually trying to ruin a lot of the generation's mental health, so to speak, with just the policies that they put into place, all the way from preventing people to actually deal with real world problems in school now, where everything that occurs is now, you know, oh, let me give you a safe space. I don't want to have a microaggression or you to be offended or you to be upset about something. Now, it doesn't mean the fact that people need to be running around being hateful and mean and just being downright, you know, horrible to other people. But that also means is you have to learn you're going to operate in the real world. But what the mainstream media, along with the school system and the the university system, has done intentionally is create a giant generation of softies. And why is that? Well, softies don't want to do anything other than comply and have zero conflict, right? What it is. If you don't – I don't want to have conflict. I want to have issues. I just want to comply. I want to go along to get along. I'm going to wear my three masks. I'm going to get my 16 boosters. I'm going to stay in my house. That's fine. I I don't want any issues whatsoever. Well, most of that behavior is learned. Most of that behavior is not ingrained unless they've had somebody continually pushing that and allowing that behavior to continue to go on and encouraging that behavior. Human beings in general want to explore. They really do. Go go take a four, five, six-year-old kid and take him outside. What's the first thing they start doing? They start looking around. They start climbing stuff. They start figuring out where they can go, where their boundaries are, what they can do, what certain things they can go look at. How dig, how deep of a hole can they dig? How high of a tree can they climb? They start looking at different things and what they can do. Well, when you take those children, you put them in a box, metaphorically, and you hand them an iPad, and you sit them on the couch, and you say, be quiet, little child. Don't say anything. Don't go outside. Don't look at anything. Don't find out where boundaries and limits are. Don't find out how far you can push yourself. Don't find out how deep of a hole you can dig in the backyard. Don't find out how high the trees go. Don't hide. Don't find out how high you can swing. No, sit here, watch YouTube, focus on the propaganda they've given you, and don't say anything because I'm busy and I don't want to deal with raising you. What do you think is going to happen? Just being honest, what, what do you think is going to occur? What type of human being do you think you're going to raise that you're responsible for, by the way, that you will have to take an account for one day when you step in front of God Almighty? What kind of parent were you? What did you produce? What did you encourage? What did you teach them? What type of biblical principles did you instill in them? Those are all certain things you've got to look at. And this is why we're watching this generation. This is another reason why they put out that absolute filth, like on NBC the other day, talking about how, oh, the, the white supremacists have now taken over the exercise industry. Be careful of going into any gym or working out or doing anything whatsoever that's productive because there's going to be white supremacists looking around the corner to get you. That was, that was literally the stupidest article I've read in the longest time. But why was that? Well, they know working out, exercising, pushing your body naturally increases serotonin. It will, they, they have done numerous, numerous research studies that show that people that are having issues with depression, having issues with mood swings, and having issues with different types of disorders, that going in and doing physical activity and doing exercise and doing you know, weight resistance training can almost single-handedly help out, at least for a short period, help out with overall mental health. It always does. Helps you get your energy out, helps you get your focus out, helps you get your anger out, helps you build intensity, helps you build muscle, helps every aspect of your body. The human body was not designed to be complacent sitting on a couch 8, 10, 12 hours a day eating MSG Doritos and drinking Coca-Cola. That's not God's best, and that was not his intent when he made us. Yet the mainstream media, you would have to think. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. That's exactly what's supposed to make you happy. Sit in front of the TV and watch your your newest, latest drama show. 
focus on it every week. Look forward to the new episode coming out. Make sure you get ready and you watch it multiple times during the week so you remember what happens for the next episode coming out on Sunday night. Be obsessed with it. Learn about all the characters. Why do they tell you to do that? Because they don't want you to focus on what they're doing. Why do you think the mainstream media doesn't want anybody going to see the Sound of Freedom film? Why do you think they're constantly blasting it? When's the last time, just answer me this, when's the last time you saw mainstream news outlets like CNN and ABC, both of which have put out hit pieces now, and Rolling Stones on Sound of Freedom? When's the last time you saw any of these mainstream media outlets do massive, full-blown coverage on a film that came out and give it horrible reviews? Ever. When's the last time you saw or remember that? Ever. I don't. I haven't seen it. They may do a five, 30-second excerpt about a film's being released and everybody's excited, do some type of review like that. But I've never seen them coming on giving full-blown five- and ten-minute segments to the slamming and demonizing a film that's blatantly talking about the horrors of child trafficking and child pedophilia with these, these pedophiles that are running around. But yet you'd think if you went on any type of mainstream media outlet, any type of mainstream media outlet, you'd think this is like the worst film that's ever existed. You'd think that this is like the absolute worst thing that's ever occurred in history that's ever been produced. Why? Because they're getting exposed. Jim Caviezel said this numerous times. He said in another article the other day, he said the, the, they're scared. He said they're quaking in their boots because the public is listening to their hearts. And that's what the film talks about. He discusses how the mainstream media journalists don't want anybody discussing what's happening. Remember yeah, Austin, Austin, I got to say one thing. Yes. Forgive me. I, I don't normally interrupt Austin like this. But I, I got to say he's at Austin's absolutely right. But the only other show that was ever done that they absolutely crucified the mainstream media was The Passion of the, Passion Christ, of the Christ starring Jim Caviezel. Yes. So here we have two movies. And, and Jim Caviezel quotes scripture, by the way, in this new movie. But Jim Caviezel has been blackballed in Hollywood. And, and that's why they're after him so hard because they don't want him doing what he's doing. He's a very strong Christian. Mancow knows him. He's really he's, – he's all that he appears to be on the set. Plus he's a phenomenal actor on top of everything else. But Passion of the Christ and this movie are the only two that I've ever seen him slam like this. Go ahead, Austin. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, you're, you're spot on. I, I completely forgot as far as the reference to that. I was very young when that movie came out. I remember seeing it, and it was, it was, it was a rough movie to get through. And you're absolutely right. Now looking back, those two films now – have both been eviscerated. I remember they, they were eviscerating Mel Gibson for The Passion of the Christ on mainstream media. But again, this is why. They can make movies blaspheming Christ. They can come out with some of the most perverted films you've ever heard about, and all of a sudden they'll get 90% by the reviews as far as by, by the actual critics. Now, the audience will give it like a 10%, but they'll give it like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes because that's what they want you to go see. Well, that film that came out, what, a year and a half ago, I think, on Netflix called Cuties. I did a whole report on it. I watched multiple segments of the film. I couldn't even hardly get through it. It was, it was so perverted and pedo-laced about these 10- and 11-year-old girls that are basically trying to be these, these, these dance superstars. I mean, I, I absolutely sexualized these poor girls in this film. And yet, oh, uh, well, you know, it's, it's art. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm like, it's art? You're sexualizing and basically trying to promote pedophilia with 10 and 11-year-old girls, and that's supposed to be art. But yet you produce a film discussing how bad child trafficking is in the entire country, in the entire world. Oh, no, 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 you can't talk about that. That's, that's a QAnon That's a QAnon conspiracy theory. Well, they've used QAnon now because QAnon was designed to be exactly what it was. QAnon was a CIA psyop. Down I talked about it in detail from the very beginning when that crap started during, during Trump's era. 
They'd come out with QAnon, and they'd put out about 70 to 80 percent real actual intel that was going on, real information that was actually occurring. And then they'd come up with about 30 percent of just garbage, just completely erroneous, made-up stuff that nobody could verify whatsoever. Trump's playing 18-dimensional chess behind the scenes. Trump really is Q. Trump is Q and Q's Trump. They're working together. They're not the same, but they are the same. They're working to unfold what's happening. Follow the plan. Don't question it. The plan is working. Keep what you're doing. Everybody goes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Follow the plan. Follow the plan. Keep doing the plan. There was no plan. It was a CIA psyop. Remember, the CIA is and has been the most effective psychological tactic warfare agency ever in existence. These guys have taken the literature, the documentation, the writings of every single top-tier psychological warfare analyst, including Joseph Goebbels, who's a godfather of propaganda, and they've compiled literature for centuries that has been gathered. And they've now designed it and worked every element of it to the the nth degree, and now they have the internet and every tracking system on earth that uses this system. These guys are a whole other level. The CIA is and has been, in my opinion, and numerous people have confirmed this. They are the largest child trafficking ring in the entire world. The CIA is a rogue agency. They're not an American a, a American you know alphabet company. They're way bigger than that. The CIA is their own entity. Do you ever wonder why you never hear about the CIA having any oversight by Congress or Senate? Do you ever wonder why the CIA never has to actually talk about anything they do? Do you wonder why they're the most clandestine agency in existence and they don't have to discuss anything or disclose anything they ever do, ever? That's because they're their own rogue element. They are the deep state. They are what runs it. They are the basis of it. And the problem with it is it is one of the most profitable currencies in the world is child trafficking. As sad as it is, that is what's going on right now. And they do not want this stuff getting exposed because remember, the more people that talk about it, the more people that bring it up, the more people that become aware to it, the stronger people become in their defenses with their own children. Always remember that. If you don't know there's threat Like I told you yesterday, you may be out about, but you have no concept of what's really out in the real world. You've been sheltered most of your life. You don't understand how dark and depraved certain individuals are. You don't realize that some people out there will pull a box cutter and gut you just to look at you because they are that sadistic. You really don't understand that. You don't realize people are literally looking at you when you go out in public, and there's a high probability if you have children with you that you are going to be exposed to some type of pedophile or child trafficker, whether you know it or not, and they are looking at your children. Once you grasp that concept, you are much more vigilant and alert at all times. You realize there are people out there on a daily basis that are preying on young children. There are people out there that are constantly going out looking to abduct young children when they're out and about and they see them by themselves. Every single day in every city, that is occurring. Now, you may not hear about it. You may not see it because it may not happen right then because – You're being vigilant, you're being alert, and you're being aware, and you're having situational awareness. This is why I have repeatedly told people, moms and dads, get some type of defensive training and be well aware. Understand what it feels like to be choked out or be in a chokehold. Understand what it feels like to choke someone else out or put someone else in a chokehold. Understand what it looks like to grapple and go to the ground with someone. Understand what it feels like to be in a fight with someone that outweighs you. I remember back when I was in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when I was I was like 14 or 15 at the time. I was about a buck 50, absolutely shredded, very strong, lean, trained all the time, but I was 150 pounds. And I remember there was a kid in class with us. His name was Grant, 
big boy, strong boy, super cool kid. I mean, we, we hung out as far as, you know, after class and stuff sometimes, and we grappled a lot. He was about 210, 215. And I remember that was one of the biggest things that I always remember is do not let him mount you. Do not let him get on top of you. Because when you're 150 pounds and somebody's 210 pounds, the last place you want to be is have a 60-pound gap with somebody on top of you. That's just the last place. You want to keep your distance. You want to keep stuff standing. You want to keep an arm's length. That's why you got to learn all the way from top to bottom, whether or not it's defensive tactics, whether or not it's striking, whether or not it's takeaways, whether or not it's break, you know, takedowns, whether or not it's breakaways. You've got to learn all elements of that. And see, those are things that are so simple to start doing. Once or twice a week, go to class. Go ahead and take your children and start learning them how to be defensive. Teach them about certain things. Let them see certain things. Nothing that's too too vile or vulgar, you know, vulgar for them at this certain age. But understand, tell them, listen, these are bad guys. We were watching a movie the other day, and this guy was basically doing something. He was fighting. I said, see, he's a bad guy. And I said, well, what would you do if he comes up to you? He said, I'd, and he goes, I'd hit him right in the solar plex as hard as I could with a right strike. I said, yes, yeah, as hard as you could. Now, you know, you're seven years old. If a grown adult grabs you, there's not a lot you can do. However, there's all elements like eye gouging, groin strikes, solar plex strikes, certain things you can do to try to work breakaways. Also, too, making sure you're extremely vocal and you fight and push back. The problem with it is we've built a generation of pansies. I'm just sorry. I'm not talking about everybody, but it's generational right now. Nobody wants to admit these things exist. Nobody wants to admit the boogeyman that's walking around outside of the parking lot right now. Nobody want to look them in the eye and say, all right, I see you. You see me. Where are we going with this right now? One of the most effective things you can do is be situationally aware when you're out in public because one thing that perpetrators like to have is the element of surprise. If somebody can catch you off guard while you're walking and not looking around, while you're not paying attention, while you've got your head buried in your phone, not looking at the elements, that's the easiest person to attack. If you're standing and you're looking, you're scanning, you've got your kids, you're, you're going on you know, basically 20-yard and 50-yard increments where you're looking – and all of a sudden, you see somebody, they see you, and you see them, and they see you, and you make eye contact. All of a sudden, there is no element of surprise. Now, if they want to engage you, now they know they have a direct engagement. You may be smaller than them. You may be a female. You may not be as big as them. You may be as strong as them, but you are no longer easy prey. They are no longer stalking you. They are now engaging you with direct contact, and you see them. Those are certain concepts that people have to start being aware of because this film shows you clear cut. They went through this film. To make sure people know what's really happening and that people need to be aware of it on a regular basis. And I encourage all of my listeners to get active. There are so many good different types of defensive schools all across the country. Do your own research, though. You know, a lot of times they have female-only classes, which are good as far as jujitsu. If you're married and you don't want to be grappling around with different guys in class, there's female classes that a lot of schools offer now. Female defensive classes, female firearm classes. There is so much stuff at your fingertips that you can look up right now. Use the internet as a tool, not a crutch. Use it to find things that you can have to encourage you, to make you stronger, to make you better, to make you more aware. Don't allow it to be a crutch that you sit on and stare at and scroll through social media five hours a day with no intent and no direction. Continue to keep up the fight, my friends, and stay as active as you can because it's a real world we're living in right now and real things happen. But when you're aware and you know what's happening, it massively decreases the chances of something happening to you. What do you think, Dan? Wow, Austin, that was an absolutely great segment. I mean, it was dead on. I mean, perfect. I mean, you know, I know that, you know, your kids, they're, they're in jiu-jitsu right now. They're five and seven. I know I started you in full contact karate when you were eight. And, of course, you know, they're wearing helmets and all kinds of other stuff, and they're trying not to strike to the head all the time. I got all that, which is good from a brain damage standpoint. 
But the reality is, is that, you know, we've got to teach the kids. I remember when officer was like six years old, I taught him how to block punches, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember one time he was like, you know, eight or seven or I can't remember anymore, but he was at a, at a, high, at a, at a church function, no less. And some kid who's a head taller than him decided he's going to hit Austin. Well, he looks at Austin, bowed up on him, and Austin started blocking punches. And the kid didn't know what to do. Like three times, Austin blocked his punch. I'm just watching him from across the gym. I didn't intervene because I want to see what was going to happen. And finally, the, the bigger kid just walked away because he didn't know what to do. You see, this is the kind of stuff you've got to do with your kids. You can't, you cannot overprotect them. Now, you don't want to get them hurt. You got to be careful. You don't want to walk out in the traffic. I mean, don't do that. But you got, you got to let them realize that there's people out there that aren't good. There's people out there that are bad. You say, well, the, the Bible says, you know, you're supposed to turn the other cheek. Yeah, that doesn't really work real well with a bully when you're in elementary school. Just thought I'd mention that. And, and, and then what happens, you get a bad reputation of being somebody who can be picked on and all the other stuff. You've got to stand your ground. Now, I'm not talking about going out and starting fights. I don't like that either. Don't care for that. But always be there to help somebody who's smaller, who's being picked on by someone else. I remember there was a guy by the name Eddie Hope. He's a big boy. And I remember if some guy was picking on somebody in a school bus one time, and Eddie said, you need to stop that. And he stood up for this kid who was getting picked on and put a stop to it. But that's what Austin's talking about. That level of aggression as far as protecting other people, it is a level of aggression because you got to get worked up to do all that, basically creates a problem. You know, I know, you know, with Sharon, I would have given my life for her if somebody would have messed with her. I would have given my life for my children. I will defend them to the point of me not being on the planet anymore and going to heaven. I will do that every single time because I understand that's my role. That's what I do. That's what God put me here. One of the reasons you think, well, that sounds misogynistic and you know, whatever. I, I don't, don't even start that with mess with me. So I'm not going to listen to it. All right. I'm telling you that I'll give my life for my loved ones. And that sounds misogynistic to you. If, if that does sound misogynistic to you, you're listening to the wrong talk show. <laughs> this is not for you. All right. This is for alpha males and alpha females who want to do what, right, what is right in God's eyes and want to serve God all the days of their life. And they want to be strong, patriot Christians. That's what this show is for. It's not for the weak of heart or weak willed. Don't be that. And I know so many women now that basically that I've talked to over the last year and, and I've known them you know, for years back in college that they want an alpha male that's going to protect them. They want an alpha male that's going to be there for them. And so if that's not what you want anymore because women have been taken over by the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan, Satan witch cult, then you know, good luck with trying to find a man that you're going to get, ever get along with who's not a complete and total candy boy. And I'm being careful. I almost said a bad word. But just, just all be, be very, very careful. And, and men, doggone it, be men. And ladies, be ladies all the days of your life. I love you guys. It's kind of a weird show today, but we're talking about a bunch of weird stuff. But I, I appreciate you guys so much. You guys are absolutely amazing to me. I love you. Austin, finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And that's why. Thank you so much, my friends, for continually getting the truth out there and supporting Health Masters as much as you can and supporting the show. That's why we put the links up to the show every day. We put the articles that we talk about every day on the website so you can continually forward this stuff because, again, like I said earlier, an educated population, a true educated population is a strong population, and that's why the mainstream media is working so hard to do basically damage control, to prevent people from being able to be educated. That's why the lies were so extravagant 
during COVID. That's why, if you guys recall on the show, we never changed our view on anything. We weren't sure what was going on from the very beginning, and we brought you updated news every day it happened. And as it continued to happen through February and March, we started to tell you something isn't landing right with this. Something is very odd with this. Something isn't making sense. And the more information we got and the more people that we know, boots on the ground in certain areas and certain um, departments, you know, we started realizing nothing about this is what we're being told. And it got worse and worse and worse. That's why we encourage you the entire time to do your own research and make your own decision. But make sure you're being educated on whatever topics that you're bringing up. Because there's so many people out there now that simply don't want to deal with being educated on stuff. They simply want other people to do stuff for them, and that's okay to an extent. You know, There's people that do research, people that do development, there's people that bring things to you, but you at least have to be wise enough to gather the information and come to your own conclusion and say, you know what? I'm not going to go along with this. I'm not going to wear three masks. I'm not going to go keep doing this nonsense they keep telling us to do because obviously something isn't working that they're telling us. While they're telling us the lies, they're also telling us that the truth is the lie while they're lying to us about the lies. It's all convoluted manipulation. So again, my friends, thank you for the support of Health Masters. If you need anything at all, keep the truth up there. Contact us, 1-800-726-1834. And as I've said before, keep your family strong. Encourage them. Constantly make sure that everybody's aware in your family, that everybody is essentially awake to an extent that they can understand this things are going on. You know, young kids, let them keep their innocence still, but make sure they realize that there are certain things in the world and they have to learn it. So thank you, my friends. Healthmasters.com, Ultimate Multiple Powder. Be sure to catch it on sale right now. 15% off on the website, along with a few other kits on healthmasters.com on the front page that I changed. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs>